Um, I think it's time that we uh, look at some more Christianese. <laughs> Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And in case you didn't know, uh, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Uh, this this week we're talking about Christianese, so yeah. <laughs> semi-reverent is going to come into play for sure. Sorry. Yeah, but uh, just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We're not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen. You never know. You never know. So if they do, please, please let us know. Yeah, this is a podcast uh, by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, um, how's your heart? It's good. I'm pulling out my phone voice again. Yeah. That sounds weird when I say phone voice because I'm talking about my work phone Phone voice. voice. Again, still a little weird. Still awkward. Yeah. Okay, Seth, how's your heart? Let's just move right on. (laughs) My heart is excited because the last time that we did a show about Christianese, Uh we had so much fun. (laughs) It really was one of um, the most fun episodes we've recorded. And it it was also one we probably got the most feedback on, the most people being like, oh, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? And so uh, we want you guys to continue to engage. We are going to be doing probably several shows. This might be just kind of one of our specials that we do. I would love for one of our, like when we start doing live shows, who knows that might happen. I mean, we're dreaming. Why not? We're hoping. You know, let's have a, at least one section of the show yeah. be about Christianese. Yeah. Well, that's because, okay, Christians, we use weird words, y'all. We use things that don't make sense. It, Outside I mean, of yeah. Christian culture. Yeah. But they're like, make sense of Jace. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like people are like, yeah. they can figure it out. Maybe. But also when you say them, you also might sound like a lunatic. Just a little bit. Some of them, some of them are worse than others. So, I mean, I'm sitting here enjoying my St. Arbucks coffee. You know Saint what I'm talking Arbucks, about? St. Arbucks, I do. Arbucks. I do. That's um, hilarious. So I, I found this, this, I found this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play it for you. Can I do that? And sure. All right. So this is from Trey Kennedy. Have you ever uh, seen this guy? I have. Okay. This is called uh, Pop Culture Youth Pastor. Oh, great. Okay. Okay. Everyone, so glad you're here. We're gonna have an awesome, 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 awesome time this summer. Starting our new series on No No to Sin. Nay Nay for him. <laughs> okay. So turn to your Bibles. How about those NBA finals, you guys? <laughs> More dunks than an Easter service baptism. <laughs> you see, because sin makes us unpure. Some would say, off white. Uh-huh. <laughs> but with Jesus, you can be washed white as snow. Drip, drip while I worship. You guys see what I mean? <laughs> and then so Jesus bad. rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. You guys, Jesus rode the old town road. Hit it. Can't no <laughs> I got the horses in the bag. Come on, everybody, get up. <laughs> oh, my word. It's so bad. It's so wow. bad. Tell me about your youth pastor a little bit. It was was because I I don't know anything about your youth pastor. Okay, what well, was uh, I'm guessing it was a he. I mean, come on, what are we, who are well, we kidding? It, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my youth pastor. When I first joined the youth group, when I first was old enough to join, um, he actually listens to our show. Oh, does he really? He does. Oh, fantastic! Shout out to uh, Brother Rusty, Pastor Rusty. Hey, Pastor Rusty, thanks for listening. <laughs> so, um. 
He's that one listener in Chile. <laughs> no, 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 he lives in Ohio now. Oh, okay. So I, um, I lived in Mississippi. Uh, my parents and I had moved there, and my brother, uh, we had moved there. <laughs> I forgot about him. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Forget uh, that guy. Yeah, forget him. Uh, we moved there when I was ten, and so when I was uh, about thirteen, and I joined the joined the youth group. We, my dad had my dad was pastoring, and my dad hired uh, Brother Rusty from Ohio. Which, okay. if you know anything about the Deep South, we we don't like them Yankees. Yeah, so this was small town Deep South, and and Brother Rusty showed up. Wait a minute, your cornbread ain't sweet. <laughs> Get out of here! Get out of here! Your tea. Well, why didn't you put enough sugar in there? So, um, Rusty was, and we, I mean, we just, we picked on him all the time about being like stereotypical Northerner, Yankee. Yeah. Like that was the joke. That was the love that sure. was passed, passed around. So, um, he was, he was wonderful. I loved Rusty. I still do. I saw him. Um, he actually came through town not too long ago, maybe a year, year, about a year ago, That's, okay. you know, um, but he, he was Typical youth pastor. Like you, I mean, yeah. exactly what you're thinking when you were youth, like, absolutely yeah. what you're thinking. <laughs> wait, wait, when you were, you're just assuming you're that just, I was like, by the way, I was totally that guy. You yeah, were 100%. totally that guy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so Rusty's a senior pastor now in, in Ohio. So. That That's great. Um, my, my youth pastor would also, I mean, listen, there might be several people who best know me in the youth group as being Matt Foley, the motivational speaker, because if it was on SNL, it was also fit for church. I don't know what we were doing. It was fit for youth. Oh, of course it was. Um, yeah, absolutely. That was so good. So love it. Um, but I actually did have, so Rusty, Rusty left. He, he moved back to Ohio and my second youth pastor uh was a female. Okay. Look at you. So we were, we were uh, more progressive than wow. some places, I guess. Get out. Some youth groups are known for, uh, well, listen, most youth groups have just a killer name. Right. You know, that's right. kind of like the big thing, right? Where yeah. Burge. <laughs> Burge. Firebrand. <laughs> These are people that I actually know, right? Ours growing up was cross-training youth ministries. Cross-training. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but it's because of good old cross training youth ministries that uh, I still remember Luke nine eleven. If any man wishes to follow after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. Hey, thank Pastor Lenny, you got me that one got for him. for sure. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But it go ahead. We, we did have um, all the speed the light banners. The hung the what? around this speed the light. Speed the light. <gasps> You don't know what Speed the Light is? No, oh, smart no. me up. You were an Assembly of God, were no, you? No, 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 no. Oh, we were Church of God. You were Church of God. Okay. Yeah, no, no. So in we this... actually love Jesus. Oh, my I'm God. just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm taking that part out for sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Assemblies of God, there is a ministry called Speed the Light, mm-hmm. and you, you donate money to them and they give vehicles to missionaries. Okay. So if, if it's a missionary in a third world country that has like zero roads, they give them bicycles or motorcycles or trucks. I mean, it could be any kind of vehicle, but it's a vehicle to speed the light. And so that was in all of the youth conferences and youth camps that the AG did every year. Speed the light would have a different theme and we had all of the banners and we hung them up around the edge of our, we, we met it. in the gym. 
Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, so carpet or no carpet? Uh, it was carpet. Of course it was. And we had to set up. We we met on Sunday nights, not yeah, Wednesdays. Yeah. And we had to set up our sound system and our stage every week. Every week. Yeah. And yeah, tear yeah. it down. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, our, when our youth, our youth group was uh, like 250 kids. Wow. And so um, it was a set up and tear down every time inside a carpeted gym. And eventually they actually bought another building mm-hmm. and converted their carpeted gym <laughs> to a sanctuary <laughs> that we didn't have to keep tearing stuff down. Um, it's awesome. Listen, carpeted it's gyms. Just, it's so, it's so, it's so fitting it's of the so time. Perfect. Yeah, it absolutely. just is. You said that you went to these youth conferences. Did you ever go to uh, acquire the fire? Um, I, I did, but not until after I was, you were like, oh, like, I was older. I was working. I was a chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at Bethesda for the youth department, and I went with that youth group yeah. to acquire the fire. The, uh, a we, couple of times. The, the Church of God has a winter fest. Yeah. Oh, okay. We used winter to go to fest? Winter Jam. Winter Jam. No, that was a concert. Yeah. Winter Jam concert. We did that. Have we talked about fifth quarters? We have talked we about have. fifth quarters. <laughs> Yes, because you called me a heathen for going to the the football games yeah, he, on Friday yeah, nights. But yeah. that's because I was in the band. I had to. Okay. But then uh, I went to fifth quarter right after. Right. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lock-ins. Oh, loved them. We Come, did them all the time. We're Now we're just talking about like fun youth culture. Yeah. But if you were not in a youth group, none of this stuff, you're like, what are you talking about? I don't, under, I don't understand. So Acquire the Fire was uh, Teen Teen Mania. mania. Mm-hmm. Teen Mania. Ron pa- Luce. Ron Papa Luce. And, um, <laughs> AKA. <laughs> um, so did I ever tell you how I lost a girlfriend to Teen Mania? I, you've mentioned it, but I don't know if it was on the show or not. You gotta, you gotta tell the story. It's hilarious. Well, um, that's not the real reason. The real reason I won't get into because it makes me sound like a bad person and I'm still trying to get fans. Um, but <laughs> trying to grow the show. We are. Uh, we were sitting in a, uh, in, in acquire the fire and uh, Teen Mania, it's all about the mission trips, you know? And so uh, we get back on the, the, the big bus, you know, uh-huh. you know, the, the charter bus, right. the 55 passenger with the, the smelly bathroom in the back, you know, and that, that one, and also in the back seat, it also was the three seater. And like, if you were really cool, you get to sit in the three seater uh-huh. in the back. Okay, forget it. Anyway, oh, I sitting, know what you're talking about. We're sitting in the. Uh, we're sitting. I can remember it just clear as day. When um, my the girl that I was dating at the time, she looked at me and she goes, "I think God's calling me to be a missionary." And I looked back at her and I said, "That's great," but what I thought was, "We're done." Got to break up now. Because guess what God's not calling me to do? <laughs> Be a missionary. Yeah. I, I just, because mm-hmm. I had already lived as a missionary in Russia. Right. Like, and I was like, okay, God, I get to check that box and never yeah. do it again. Done. Uh, but like my best friend, who's still my life best friend, he uh-huh. he was actually a teen mania intern, which is just free labor for Acquire the Fire, um, where they you actually have to pay to be there to, it's to work yeah. yes um because it's a substitute for college apparently it's a gap year <laughs> yeah yeah because that's what college admissions loves is to see gap years <laughs> life think. experience don't uh, you know yeah absolutely <laughs> um ever like after that one where it was like real intense where i lived in st petersburg for for months and uh-huh. like like had to be immersed in the culture 
ever since then, every trip, I've been more of a, a vacationary as opposed to a missionary. You, have you heard vacationary? I have not. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's like, yeah, I'll use my vacation time and go on vacation. Where are we going? Hawaii? Okay. I am there. Let's hey, go minister to the kids in Hawaii. They need to know about Jesus too. Absolutely. Um, I I did remember, I just this just popped in my head because you were talking about the charter bus. Because if we're going to talk about youth culture for just a second, I mean, it's a big part of it's a big part of our Christianese. Isn't it, it is, it is. We um we went on uh, some ski trips. I've been on a ski trip with the youth group. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we did. How many people broke a leg? Um, a couple. A couple. Yeah, three at ours. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Uh, but we went to uh, North Carolina to go skiing. <laughs> Yes, we went to Boone, North Carolina. It was closer to Mississippi than Colorado was. Wait, I mean, no so shade cheaper. to North Carolina, but like, is there skiing in North Carolina? It's well, it's mostly fake snow because uh, they're not going to get a lot of. So, like Pigeon Forge. Got right. it. Okay, I'm <laughs> exactly. With, I'm with you. So one year, uh, we always made T-shirts, of course. Oh. And one year it was powder burn. Powder burn. Powder burn. And it was on the, the picture, it was a snowflake on fire. Why? I, what, what is that? I don't know. It looked cool, I guess. I mean, I really given know. a snowflake on fire, visually stunning. I get it. I, I'm, there's stunning. no shade. I don't know about stunning. Oh, no, no, no. I, I want that as my next tattoo, as a snowflake on fire. <laughs> my, my dad still has that shirt, too. He wears oh, it sometimes. To mow the yard in? Yes. <laughs> Is it for real? Yes. Except it's long sleeves. So I think he may have cut the sleeves off. That's awesome. But okay, so we had um, our. <laughs> that's what it. That's what it's called when a liberal gets saved. <laughs> Snowflake on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no! Come at us. Come, See what go happens. Ahead. Okay. Go ahead. We, look, we are like taunting you now. Just come. <laughs> all we're doing that's this show now is just us trying to invoke your outrage but we we didn't charter buses we used our our buses our like people mover buses Ooh, (laughs) yeah and so like 15 passengers no they were slightly bigger than the 15 passengers because they did some of them did have like the actual like good seats okay you know um but we had one called the it was a bluebird bus you know that brand? oh for sure and it was blue it was like a light blue and mm. it, i know it was weird it broke down oh in north carolina at a shoney's oh dude <laughs> there are still shoney's that exist places oh no. and i get to travel the country enough that i get to find them you get to find them nice there's a shoney's in nashville that like uh had a big sign now serving alcohol and i'm like that's the only way what <laughs> I didn't know that would ever happen. No, yeah, I, I just keep thinking of the Shoney's bear. I just, you know, why? That's all I know about it. Oh man! Oh gosh! Those oh, ski trips were well, so fun. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Um, on those trips, did the Lord provide you with any traveling mercies? <laughs> um, He did because we prayed for a hedge of protection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right, so we got it. Let's let's dive into some of these definitions, okay? So we've um, we talked about a vacationary, vacationary, right? yeah. Okay, so I like that one. So what is a hedge of protection? Okay, what does that even mean? Okay. By the so, way, I pray this over my children every day. Listen, I out pray loud. all the time, yes. all yes. the time. 
So, uh, yeah, the hedge of protection is typically mentioned during prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christians ask God to put a hedge of protection around someone they care about to keep them safe and protect them from harm. I mean, that's the just the basic gist of it. Okay. What's a hedge? <laughs> a hedge is a bush. A bush. That's exactly <laughs> right. My kids are like, because listen, my kids are at the age where they're starting to ask questions about some of the weird spiritual things that we do. And I'm, I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. But I, I don't remember which one it was, but I was praying this. Oh, when I take the kids to school, I pray that pray a prayer over them every day, you know, and I pray a hedge of protection over blah, blah, blah. Right. And one of my kids goes, what's a hedge. <laughs> and I said, have you seen the movie over the hedge, the animated movie, you know, where the animals are trying to get over the bushes into uh-huh. the neighborhood. Yeah, I was like, that's a th- it's a protective thing that actually yeah. separates from one thing from another. Oh, okay. But even they realize that's a weird. You're, why that's, are you asking for bushes weird. around us? That's strange. Well, it is. It is biblical. It's got a basis, of course, in in scripture. And um, so in Isaiah five five, it's and Mark twelve one, it's mentioned secure barriers around vineyards or yeah. hedges. Um, and also Satan refers to God's protection in favor on Job. As a hedge around him. Yeah. So and that's in, in Job 110. <laughs> Look at you. Did you learn that in one of your sword drills? <laughs> Listen, I was you, Bible quiz champion. Of course. Oh, were you on the Bible quiz team? Uh, Yeah. So was I. High five. Yes. You just Absolutely. heard a high five. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. And were you at the point where you were... Just memorize the first three words, and you could know what the answer was. Pretty, pretty close. Yeah. I um. But hold on, I need to I need to pull the curtain back for people. Okay. So when you're when you're practicing for the Bible trivia challenge, what Bible challenge? What was it called? It was called Bible quiz for us. Bible quiz. Okay. Yeah. So um, when you're studying for Bible quiz, um, you get like a box of index cards. They almost look like uh like uh. Uh, business cards, right? Mm-hmm. And on one side is a question, and then on the other side is the answer. And you, the first, whether it's three to six, maybe seven words are in bold. And what that meant was that those are that is the only question that starts with those those bolded words. And so, if you could memorize what those bolded words were. That's all you needed all you to be needed. able to, to know the other side. And so the good people, like they wouldn't even let people like uh like answer like ask the full question. It was <laughs> and it wasn't like a ding. It was always that uh it looked like a like a really cheap keyboard pedal. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Where it's uh-huh. like like just a, yes. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we we actually made some that we used um we took them on the that ski trip. <laughs> Why would you to not? play a game to play games with? Yeah, but they were we built them. They were wooden things about three or four feet, maybe four feet wide, uh, long, and like she's using her hands I to am, try to I'm describe to this visually <laughs> on an audio. I'm also explaining it yes, with words, and you're doing a great job. Absolutely, <laughs> I was before you interrupted me. I'm sorry. Um. Anyway, we we made them, and they they had buzzers on them. Yeah. So that was fun. But but our Bible Bible quiz was. You could com- you could compete. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And go. We would go to Jackson because that's it was again assemblies of God, and yeah. we would compete against other churches and yeah, it yeah. was fun. Jackson, and, Mississippi. Yeah, uh, ours was in. Uh, yeah, ours changed locations as far as uh, geographically. Everything always happened in Weatherford for Teen Talent. 
It's what we called it, uh-huh. teen talent. And so that was that. And then if you won there, you got to go to nationals and that might yeah. be in Orlando or right. whatever else like that. So uh, that was uh, that was Bible quiz. What about sword? Do you know what, when I say sword drills, what comes to your mind? Oh, I've got my Bible and someone's yelling out a scripture reference and I'm finding it faster than anybody else. Absolutely. Always. And what happens if your Bible happens to have tabs? Oh, you're disqualified. Yeah, you're a cheater. You're a cheater. Get off the stage and you don't you love can't, Jesus. You have to use this one that doesn't have tabs. Yeah. And it's or used- doesn't have the little, like the side of the oh, Bible's yeah. cut out. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the little, the thumb indention Thumb indention, tabs. yeah. Yeah, those are can't great. Can't use those either. Sword cheater. drills. Sword drills. And then we also mentioned traveling mercies. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, you're going from one place. Lord, give them traveling mercies because we need mercy to find the right parking spot. I guess maybe sometimes. Well, I mean, typically you would use traveling mercies when you're going on a trip. Sure. Traveling, not and then when going you, to the grocery store. Right. So, so, okay, right. So traveling mercies is so cops don't actually like tag you as speeding, right? Is that what that means? That's part of it, yeah. Yeah. So usually if you're praying a hedge of protection, you can also... Pray hedge protection from the yeah, popo. Yeah, and and while you're while you're going on your trip, you uh-huh. can say that you, you you're coveting someone's prayers for your traveling mercies. Yeah. Okay. So coveting sin, prayer not. How does that work? <laughs> I I mean, Christians, are we really allowed to covet anything? I, isn't Is it? it one, it's one of the top ten, right? I think so. Yeah. Last time I checked, it's one of the top ten. I'm pretty sure. So how does how does that work? Yeah. I mean, uh, so coveting prayers. That's when it's like. Well, I guess coveting means um, like you want something that someone else has. Is that what that is? Uh huh. So I would covet your prayers. I would really like for you to pray for me. Yeah. Why, why don't you say that? Why you got to sound weird? <laughs> why you got to say it the weird way? I don't know. Because it sounds holier. It does. <laughs> it sounds more. Hmm. Something. What's the word? Pious. Pious. Yes. That's a good one. Look at you. That's good. That's because I'm drinking my coffee, my St. Arbucks. What? (laughs) I also got plenty of sleep on Sunday. Didn't have to go to church. You know where I went instead? Bedside Baptist. (laughs) Or the St. Mattress. I went to St. Mattress. (laughs) And then you woke up and had your... My St. Arbucks, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, but, you know, it was just such a strong ministry by Pastor Pillow <laughs> and Sister Sheets. What? <laughs> do people, okay, do people actually use that when they're talking to people, to each other? I think, I, I listen, I think that's just one of those like, hey, ha, 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 aren't we funny? We're Christians. Okay. Aren't we punny? Yeah. What are some other good Christianese terms? Maybe that catch a laugh, maybe that don't. Okay. Are you ready for this one? No. You're not. Okay. You are not ready. Okay. Jehovah Sneaky. Have you ever heard that? No. You haven't ever heard that? Smart me up on Jehovah Sneaky. <laughs> so, okay. So, obviously, it's it's patterned after um, other names of God that are, like, legitimate. You know, Jehovah Rapha, okay. God who heals. Okay. Um, Jehovah Jireh, God who provides. Jehovah Sneaky is... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Oh. I, I, before we get into what is going to be the best one, um, where does that come from? So... Okay, so sometimes the the coining of this term is sometimes attributed to Bill Johnson of Bethel Church. Okay. Um, But according to this article, it says early evidence suggests that Paul Cain came up with it. Okay. um, As early as 2004. I'm talking about like the names of God, Jehovah, Jireh. Yeah. Well, those are are the Hebrew names. Okay. Hebrew names of God. Jehovah means God, obviously. And then... 
the part that comes after it is an attribute okay. of him. So you have Jehovah Rapha, healer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have Jehovah Jireh, provider. provider. You have um, Jehovah Shalom, Shalom peace. peace. Mm-hmm. Jehovah, Jehovah Nisi, Nisi, which is our banner. Our banner, yeah. Uh, That's my banner, yeah. Jehovah Perazim, the God who raises a standard. What? what? Oh, <laughs> your boy went to Bible school. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yes, he did. So so all of a sudden, Jehovah Sneaky. Okay, what's up with Jehovah Sneaky? That is the God who surprises. Ooh, okay. okay. There's got to be a better Hebrew word for that. I, listen, that is not a an actual no. Hebrew name. Let me go ahead and say that right now. Jehovah Sneaky no. is not an actual Jehovah name. Yeah. A Jehovah, actual name of God. Yeah. It is just uh, something that somebody, maybe Paul Kane, maybe Bill Johnson, we don't know. Just Jehovah Sneaky. Jehovah just sneak Sneaky. up and surprise me. He's God who surprises. I like it. I've heard, I've heard it before. I don't think I've ever used it, but Let I have Let me explain why that doesn't make any sense. okay because when i heard well no let me just say like this is why it doesn't make sense to people outside of christian culture okay right because when you said jehovah sneaky i was automatically thinking of like my visual image went to like jehovah's witnesses trying to come in the side door that's all i'm saying that also (laughs) like that may be more fitting i don't know yeah all of a sudden like (laughs) hey would you want to come to my birthday party but you're jw i didn't think that you had birthday parties sneak attack oh (laughs) Then you're, you show up in the kingdom hall and all of a sudden you're handing out watchtowers. Wow. I might know a little bit about Jehovah's Witness culture. Because <laughs> um, your boy went to Bible school. Your boy went my, to Bible school. Um, my parents, I bought my parents the ring, not, it wasn't a ring doorbell, but a similar yeah. type of doorbell. And the other, and I'm, I, ha, I get it as well. So if they're out of town, I get notified I feel like there's an attachment that you probably should cut off at some point. <laughs> I probably should. Okay. But for right now, I'm getting all the notifications. Yeah. And so the other day, there were like three that came in a row. Yeah. And my mom sent me a text message. It was on a Friday. And they're at home because they don't work on Fridays. And my mom sent me a text message because Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> That's all she <laughs> That's said. That's it. I was like, I was wondering what was going on. Dude, I love it when they come and ring my doorbell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One day, <clears throat> this was years ago, um, I was over at my parents' house and we could see, we had been out in the front yard and we could see a group of, Je- we think they were Jehovah's Witness, going yeah. down on the other side of the street. Yeah. And my dad was like, they're going to come to our house. Yeah, I just know it. He stood at the front window waiting for them Excited. to show up. And I don't know who told them to skip our house. Somebody yeah. told them to skip our house yeah. and they went right around. Yeah. <laughs> he was so disappointed. There's a database somewhere. There's gotta be. <laughs> got, they were like, do not go to that house. You know, here's the cool thing though, right? Like, um, this, this is that, uh, what do we call it? Like, like cultural missionary, you know, mm-hmm. like where, where, you know, that relational missionary. So back when I used to manage apartments, did you know I used to manage apartments? I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So my first job out of college, uh, you know, trying to pay bills, uh, leased apartments, managed apartments, and that did that for about six years. Um, please don't ask me to help you get out of a, a lease contract. I cannot do that anymore. Um, <laughs> you, no lie. When people find out that I used to do that, they'll ask me straight up questions about, hey, can I get out of my lease? Um, <laughs> short answer, no. Um, so like legit, if you're in Texas, the answer is no. Okay, so 
we had a uh, we had an apartment that was rented out by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, mm-hmm. and um, missionaries would rotate through that apartment, and they would come for their mission and do that whole thing. And so the, this one group of guys came together. There's always one who's more senior and one who's like just learning, you know, mm-hmm. and they, that that whole thing. They came in and they just started building a good friendship relationship with us in the office and everything. And they found out that I was a believer and we, you know, had a mutual respect. By the way, guys, mutual respect goes a long way. Yeah. And so I was like, he goes, well, what, what do you want to know about the Mormon church? I said, oh gosh, I want to know so much, but I'm not allowed in and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, you know, ask me. And I was like, dude, you got to tell me about the magic underwear. <laughs> Do you know about the magic underwear, Andrea? I do. Okay. Um, and he was like, oh. I think I think the technical term is temple garments, but okay. I mean, it's magic drawers. Come on. <laughs> and okay. so he, he got to, I got to, you know, have that explained to me and everything. And, and that's when I, I, that just a good remembrance, right? Like mm-hmm. we think that some of their things are weird. They think some of our things are weird too. Our, some of the stuff we say is weird. Jehovah sneaky. It's, I don't understand. It's Weird. But it's weird. What, it just is. Anything else that we got weird that we can help try to pull the veil back over? Um. Okay. Okay. I do. I have one more. Come on. <laughs> um. I I thought this one was a little apropos. Uh, the gift of singleness. The gift of singleness. <laughs> have you ever heard that term before? Uh, this article says here's a gift most people don't want to I find under the Christmas say. tree. <laughs> I, I mean. It's probably a, like root from the Apostle Paul. The who, root, yeah, who, from who, in First Corinthians. Uh, this is what I know. I know that um, almost every girl that I ever dated decided to hand me this gift, and I did not understand <laughs> that it was a gift at the time. It didn't feel like a gift at the time, no. right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Paul, Apostle Paul, did say in First Corinthians, uh, he would that all men were even as himself. Uh, but every man hath his proper gift of God. So. Join in my suffering. Join. <laughs> I wish you were all as miserable as me. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So the what? gift gift of singleness. I think that's just. I think it's a term that people try to use to make you feel better about being yeah. old and single. But sometimes you really just. I mean, you don't know, and you just have to trust God, mm-hmm. and you just have to put all your faith and trust. And sometimes, you know, the best way to do that is just to put out a fleece. You know what? What does that mean? <laughs> you know, when you put out a fleece. Put out a fleece. Um, Tell me more. Okay, so um, Gideon, your boy Gideon in yeah, the Book of Judges, yeah. um, he the he he was hiding in a pit, and somebody comes up, and an angel comes up to him, and we think it was a Christophany, but oh, an appearance of Jesus Christ in the Old Testament. Yes, Christophany. Nice, there you go. Nicely done. So, um, it, and Jesus walks up to Gideon and goes, uh, what's up? You, you kind of a bad dude, ain't you? Is that how they said it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's how Jesus talks. And, uh, and Gideon was like, uh, I'm hiding from the enemy. He's like, nah, man, you, you strong. You, you, you can, you could whoop some tail if you wanted to. Um, I don't remember reading that. Part, That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I don't speak in, in King James. And so, <laughs> and so he does this whole thing and he's like, Hey, uh, and, and he gives him instruction, tells him what to do. And Gideon goes, yeah. So before I do that, if it's okay, I'm, I'm going to do something weird. I'm going to take uh, this fleece 
and, and what a fleece is, is like the skin of a, of a sheep. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, think of a fleece blanket. It keeps right. you all nice and cozy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to put this out on the ground. And if this, if what you're saying is true, <clears throat> then I want no dew to be on the ground, but all the dew to be on this fleece in the morning. And he wakes up in the morning and it happens. And Gideon goes, oh, crap. Wait a second. That. I didn't think that was going to work. That wasn't supposed to happen. Hey, angel dude, who is also future Jesus, um, can we do it the other way? Can I like lay it out and like have it be dry and everything around it be wet? And he woke up the next morning and he was like, oh, crap, that happened too. And that's when he decided that he was going to actually like do what he was supposed to do. Took him Took him two times. Well, here's what encourages me um, is that uh, it also took meant that he took at least three days for him to decide to <laughs> obey. God's patient. That's good. That's good. But sometimes we're like, oh, just lay a fleece out, which means mm-hmm. go ahead and test God. He likes that. He does. And um, I've, I've often, I well, go ahead. I, I have said before um, about a particular thing that if God wanted me to do that, he was going to have to split the sky and a chariot of fire is going to have to come down with an angel in it that told me you have to do that. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So that's, that's nice. But I, I ha is that putting out a fleece kind of? Yeah. That's, that's your own version of putting out a yeah. fleece. That's good. What, what other, what other issue, what other uh, words? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Seth, I, I just have an unspoken prayer request right now. I love you so much for an unspoken prayer request. I really, really and I would do. just cover your prayers. I, I would, for this unspoken prayer request. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because you want to know something? Um, there's no such thing as cheap grace. You know? That's right. There's no such thing. Okay. Oh, man. Um, so we I, did we talk about unspokens last time? Or, I, I, well, I kind of thought we had, but then when I started when I started looking at this, I thought, I'm not sure that we did. I think I think we might have talked oh, about unspokens. All right, well, that's, there you go. Which is fine. That's fine. You get an extra one. You're welcome. Absolutely. I feel like y'all didn't quite get it the first time. (laughs) So we'll come at you again. (laughs) But I do want to honor your unspoken. So I'll make sure to send up a little bit of knee mail for you. (laughs) I almost picked that one. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just going to give a hand clap of praise real quick. Just, just oh, man. Oh, so Nemail, obviously, we're going to get. Hey, speaking of youth pastors, um, Lenny showed up. That was my youth pastor. Uh-huh. He showed up on a Wednesday night with a rip in his jeans on, on a Wednesday night. Uh-huh. And uh, legit, like, he was like, I was praying for you on my knees and my I, I'm letting you know how much I'm praying for you. He was a good youth pastor. He really, pastor. He, he really was. He, he really encouraged us to not only, uh, you know, be fed, but also to go out and be those street soldiers, you know, <laughs> to go out and, and, and fight the war in the streets and take, take it where the last thing that he wanted was a pew potato. A p- <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so before you went out to the streets and, and, you know, fought all the wars, I I hope that you were prayed up. Oh yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes before we would go out and, and do street ministry, we would all get together first and do a little prayer breakfast. (laughs) 
Before you went out and so, did your power evangelism. Yeah, before we had to power evangelism. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, because uh, <laughs> we had to go out there and, you know, talk to all those pre-Christians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Guys, guys, okay. The point of this show is just to have a little bit of fun with the words that we say and to understand, listen, it is what it is. Like seriously, there's not. And by the way, I honestly don't think there's anything really wrong with it, as long as it doesn't alienate other people from right. from what it is that that it is that we're trying to do. You know, you know what I think. After yeah. after we did this the last time, yeah, <clears throat> when we did our first episode of Christianese, I started paying attention and listening. Uh huh. Just to my conversations with with friends at church or listening. <laughs> this is gonna sound. Listening to the message. I was already listening to the message, sure. but I was listening with an ear for yeah. for these words and these terms and these phrases that, that we just use and we don't even think about it. Yeah. And and that's fine. And and you know, we're not here, we're not making fun. We're I mean, we kind of are, but we're just laughing. We're, but just we're laughing a good time. at ourselves, yes. right? We're telling personal stories. Because I use them. I, I still I still do. I do. I catch myself using them all the time. Yeah. Um can I tell you something funny that I realized this week at work? Please do. I <laughs> I realized that first of all, I was I worked at a church for 14 years, and I can tell because I want to sign all of my emails blessings. Bless- under- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I can't say that. No, I don't think I don't think Urban Air is blessing anyone no. that way. And it cracks me up because almost every time, because I've already said thank you like six times in the email. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to say thanks. I guess I could say sincerely. But anyway, I'm like, I just want to put blessings. Yeah. Blessings. You start off with being like, best regards. (laughs) Yes. Because you want to make sure, like in in Christian music, in CCM, Contemporary Christian Mm -hmm. Music, um, and in uh, in, in just church culture in general, you got to have that JPM way up there you know uh-huh. do you know what the jpm is no. the jesus is per minute you got to make sure that you get enough jesus is in there because otherwise people won't know who you're talking about but in in culture the more jpm you have like the less credibility that you can have yeah. in in because they're like oh you're pushing that pretty hard ain't you yeah because yeah. the last thing you want to do is just to make people feel uncomfortable because sometimes i don't know i mean if you get too close to somebody, you might need to, you know where I'm going with this. I do. What do you need to do if you get too close? You got to leave a little room for the Holy Spirit. Now listen, talk about youth group sayings. <laughs> if you're going to go to prom. Leave room for the Holy Ghost. Leave room for the Holy Ghost. First of all, we dis, uh, discourage that. Yeah. But if you're going to go anyway. What about hand check? If hand I, check. Okay, we both did the same thing. Hands went up in the air. If you don't know hand check, that means you're on a bus and somebody says hand check. You got to put your hands in the air so they know that you're not feeling up on your girlfriend. That's exactly what that means. All those uh, long drives to North Carolina for our ski trips. Hand check. Oh, my gosh. They flip the lights on. Hand check. Yeah, absolutely. That's as a youth pastor, I used to hand check. (laughs) Hand check. Oh, man. Where are your hands? I better not. was actually the name of one of them. Crap. Caitlin, where are your hands? Now, here's the thing. I did have a Caitlin in my youth group. However, I had six Caitlins in my youth group, so they don't know which one I'm talking about. And by the way, none of them know like to listen to this show. 
every single one. This was uh-huh. in the, the height of Caitlin. Oh, okay. Ka- like Caitlin's were everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one of them was spelled like K A Y T 7 Q R L E N N. Yes. Yes. That's that. Thank you. That's what, that's exactly what it was. Thank you. I've seen that spelling yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so many, like every, seriously, oh, yeah. they were all named, they were all named different. Yeah. And, good. and different, different names. Uh, one time, not too long ago, we were having a discovery day at, at the office yeah. and I was counting all of our people that were in, in sure. town, all of our prospective franchisees. And I said, Oh, we only have eight. We're missing when I said this to one of my coworkers and he goes, what? I said, we only have eight. There's one missing. And he kind of looked at me. I said, listen, I used to chaperone youth trips. <laughs> I have a 100% record that we do not leave a man behind. We're not losing anybody. We're not losing anyone. We're missing one. And I need to know where Jared is right now. <laughs> Show up, Jared. And I turn around and here he comes. And he goes, <laughs> my coworker goes, oh, you were right. We were. And I'm like, listen, listen, somebody's got to keep count. Yeah. It's got to be one of us for sure. <laughs> If it's not going to be you and it's not going to be me, it might be my smoking hot wife. Now, that's a new thing that youth pastors like to say, talking about their smoking hot wife. Okay, Blech. you can throw up all you want to. That's fine. Oh, that's not a very pleasing sound. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. You were talking about your uh, snowflake on fire shirt. What other kind of witness wear? powder burn what other kind of witness wear did you have well i of course my wwjd bracelet yep 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 (laughs) we want jack daniels yep (laughs) is that what yours meant that's not what mine meant uh you should have met the kids (laughs) that i went to high school with because them fools did not go to church and did not love jesus and they didn't care what jesus did no but they sure did buy that bracelet at the local chevron station (laughs) right next to the jeff foxworthy cassettes where did you grow up? Tyler, Texas, by <laughs> God. Let me let me explain Tyler to you. And I do love, I mean, my listen, I grew up there. I, I really appreciate it. Um, Tyler is one of those places where if God doesn't judge you for your actions, you don't have to worry because everyone else will. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's pretty great. Very nice. It's pretty great. When I was a kid, I actually had five different witness wear shirts. One for each day of the school week, and I did wear them, and I did not have friends. So all of that, I don't know if one has to do with the other. I don't know that there's a correlation. I did not have school friends. Like All of my friends were church friends, and this is the truth. Don't awe me. I told you our youth group was 250 kids. I had plenty of people. You were fine. I was fine. I didn't have to hang out with all those, we want Jack Daniels bracelets people. They didn't invite me to the party. So, so were you doing like a lot of uh, hit and run evangelism, um, or or drive drive by evangelism? I okay, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I think maybe. <laughs> Do you know? And, and youth group, we used to like uh, like go TP houses. Yeah. That, that that was as long thing. as you left a few tracks yes. behind, then yeah. you were good. Some chick tracks. <laughs> Chick tracks. You don't remember chick tracks? It was the little uh, rectangular ones that had the black and white uh, cartoons. Oh, yeah. That were terrifying <laughs> and still give me nightmares. Because you better believe that at the Johnson house growing up, we would turn the light on on Halloween and people would be like, trick or treat. And we would be like, get to know Jesus or you're going to hell. 
I mean, we didn't give candy out. We gave chick tracks because we were the we were the terrible house. Did, did your house get teepeed a lot? No, because oh. usually there's like a, an affection for the person you're teepeeing. Like you're teepeeing oh. them because ah, this will be fun to kind of rib them. Right. Uh, yeah. No. We we used to sell um, uh, TP insurance. Ooh. For a youth group fundraiser. Around around Halloween, we I would sell this. insurance t- like ten bucks a pop, and if you had it, you'd get a sign that you could put in your yard. And if you if you didn't buy it, we would TP your house. Well, and if you did buy it, we wouldn't. This is fascinating. <laughs> I think that was Brother Rusty's idea. I'm pretty That's, sure that was Brother Rusty. Hey, idea. Brother Rusty, your boy Seth might be stealing that for a little uh, mission trip fundraiser. I mean, isn't that isn't that hysterical? No, I'm talking about for me now. I'm oh, gonna start I know. Telling people, no, yeah. I. I believe you. I'm gonna put sugar in your gas tank. I will probably shouldn't like create. No, 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 don't do that. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. No. Like, no. Okay. No, I won't do that. Oh man. Um. So what is what is drive by evangelism? Um. So so dri- <laughs> drive by evangelism, a- a- as this article says, any evangelism is better than no evangelism. But is that necessarily yeah. true? I mean, maybe. So, um. It's just so, where you really like love Jesus and then you keep going. Yeah, it's it's like really you, like when you would take okay, have you ever seen those tracks that look like a $5 bill? Oh yeah. That would be like hit and run evangelism because you're leaving terrible. that for the waitress. And that's fine as long as you leave an actual real tip as well. No. Oh. Uh, you can't just leave that. Um a funny story though, my grandparents my my dad's parents mm-hmm. who were pastors and my dad is a pastor uh-huh. my uncle is an evangelist uh-huh. my cousin is like we're all in ministry yeah my grandpa and grandpa and granny willie may used to put evangelism tracks in all of our birthday cards including my dad's because because they had them and so they would just stick them in there isn't that hilarious i don't i'm I don't know if I should laugh or cry. It's, Are you okay? Oh, it's hilarious. Okay. We got we got the funniest stuff. We would get I got a a book one year uh on the financial crisis of America, but you know what? It had a $5 bill in it and a track. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, I was fine. It was it was kind of the joke. We we would always laugh that my my dad who was pastoring, he was a pastor at the time, would get a birthday card. With a track in it, yeah, just just to make sure, just to be sure, they just they had must have had extras from something. I don't know what they had them, and so they just put them in everyone's birthday card. Yeah, Andre, last time did we talk about Seven Eleven songs? I don't think so. Have you ever heard this phrase? I feel like I have, but refresh my memory. A Seven Eleven song. It's kind of it's it's kind of like my uh, Jesus is my boyfriend adjacent song. Uh, but what it is, it's seven words sung eleven times. It's just it's just the same seven words that you sing over and over okay. again. Uh-huh. Like I could sing of your love forever. Uh-huh. I could sing of your love forever. Mm-hmm. I, I could, could sing, sing of, of your, your love, love forever. forever. Uh-huh. I, yeah, you get the right, point. I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh good old seven eleven songs. Those those always make me laugh. So the, those are those are always really fun songs to to sing. The Jesus is my boy. We talked about that one before too, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. don't know. Yeah, I think the uh, the 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 
the Babylon Bee had had one for us too. Okay. Oh no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Okay, this one says Bob's hemorrhoid prayer request probably should have remained an unspoken. Yes. Um, oh no. So there wasn't really a a story attached to this one. Um, I, I just I think it honestly kind of speaks for it for itself. Yeah, I mean, we've all been in uh, in in prayer meetings or Bible studies where we wish that someone would have left yeah. their prayer. We've been in a prayer circle. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? You just you you can leave it unspoken. It's all right. Yeah. Well, there's some people who also don't understand that like um, this is not your therapy time. <laughs> The prayer prayer time is not. Hey, I need to unload everything. Right. Um. Like that, you should probably see someone professionally about uh-huh. what you're talking about. Right. Um. And also, like, if you have hemorrhoids, you should go see a proctologist. And because let me I tell you something, I believe in laying on of hands, but I ain't gonna. Oh no! Not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right, Audrey. What's your not for me this week? Okay, so I had to, I had to go find a picture because uh, this is just one of the most ridiculous ones that I've seen this week, um, and I'm going to say that this is my not for me. Okay. However, I'm also going to confess that it, occasionally I have clicked on these links and completed this quiz. These quizzes. Oh, it's the quizzes. These okay. Buzzfeed quizzes that yeah. say that are titled something like. Uh, we know what country your soulmate lives in based on your emoji choices. I'm sorry, what? No. No, they don't. There's no, no. There's just no. Like what country your soulmate let I'm going to guess America. America. I'm, just, I'm just saying. America. Yeah, so um, anyway, those are those are not for me, although they do crack me up sometimes. Yeah. But I don't, sometimes I see them and I think... I'm I'm not going to get an answer I like, so I'm not going to take this quiz. Yeah, that's fair. That's real fair. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of times when I'm like, um, like who's your doppelganger? Like that that's a thing. Let me tell you why that's not for me. I already have enough people telling me I look like Drew Carey on a weekly basis. <laughs> so guess what I'm not going to do? I'll put up a picture of Drew Carey. Right, no. You're not going to reinforce that. Guys, we get it. I get it. Come on down. You're the next contestant on Who Do You Look Like? Um, <sighs> yeah, I, it's not my favorite. No. It's not my favorite. That's That's, you know what? It happened to me three times this week. So let's just go ahead and say that's my my not for me. Being com- being. Compared to Drew Carey, yeah, I think right. I think we're okay with that. All right, well, that was a lot of fun. That was fun. Yeah, these these episodes are always a good time, and we'll we'll do it again here oh, in the I'm future. Sure. We'll come up with some more to yeah. talk about for sure. Um, but this one, I, I really enjoyed getting to you know know about uh, you and your youth group, and that that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, that a lot of our Christianese comes from being ingrained, and and maybe we'll go even deeper into like children's ministry or something like that. Yes. That would be fun. Well, here's a, a apropos of this exact conversation. Our church helper from Anonymous Pastor says, if you want to know why your kid can't get connected to the youth group, it might be because you never come to church. Oh, oh that one's harsh, that man. That one's real harsh. That's brutal. Yeah, but if you're like, what? Well, my kid isn't connecting and isn't making any friends. Well, yeah, where are you? You're not connecting or making any friends. You can't just force 
people to get along, I guess. I don't know. But I'm just saying, the best way to uh, to have your kid get involved is to model it yourself. Yeah. My kids are super involved because, you know, we're in that building six days a week. <laughs> Minimum. But minimum. All right. Well, that's a show. That is, that's an entire show. That's that, That's it. That's it. Entire uh, episode. Yeah. For this, for this episode, sure. But our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions and, and your Christianese words. And we want to hear about your youth group, uh, anything that we talked about today. Yeah. And the, you know, the best way to do that is to like us on Facebook and comment on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We're on all the socials. We're at Dropping Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and remember, for, uh, for every com- uh, every commitment, com- com- commit, Con- no. condiment, no, no, we're, what are we doing? Comment. Comment. There we go. We receive on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> we will donate uh, $1 to a local charity or ministry. Yeah. And just, you know, the greatest compliment that you can give us and give this show is to tell a friend to listen. If you, if you laughed at all during this episode, please share it with a friend. And I don't know, maybe tell them to subscribe because you know what? We got another show coming out next week. Absolutely. Until then, this is Seth. And this is Andrea. And this has been Dropping Sunday. Um, so I, I found this, um, this, I found this a couple weeks ago. Uh, and so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play it for you. Can I do that? And sure. All right. I mean, if you insist, I'm kidding. <laughs> Absolutely. It, there's gonna be an advertisement apparently first. No, that's not what I wanted. Dude, did you not give me this, the right one? Son of a gun. Already we're having to edit stuff. Bunch of horse manures, what that is. Come on, it's gonna get hot here soon. How about those NBA finals, you guys? <laughs> More dunks than an Easter service baptism. <laughs> you see, because sin makes us unpure, some would say, off white. <laughs> but with Jesus, you can be washed white as snow. Drip. Okay. Here's the deal she knows I'm doing a freaking <laughs> podcast, right? I know, right? Um, what is so wrong? What was the you, name really. of your youth group? Well, okay, we because <laughs> every youth group's got a cool name. Yes. Okay. Text, text Pastor Rusty real quick. This is thrilling radio. <coughs> uh, oh, but man. so, what were some of the names of the uh, the youth conferences that you went to? Why are you asking me all these questions? I don't know. I just thought it would be fun. It would be if I could remember so, anything tonight. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Everything always happened in Weatherford for for Teen Challenge for Teen Challenge. <laughs> nope. Nope. Everything always happened in Weatherford for teammate. Uh, fart on a stick. Everything always happened. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um. <coughs> We're so funny. <laughs> um, I was about to say something that I didn't want to say. <laughs> you ever get there where you're yep. like, like, oop, I was oh, gonna say something uh, gonna get me in trouble. By the back, time, by the time, back. by this time comes out, I might be on the board. I gotta be quiet. Okay. Um, there is a 
Christian, I'll go ahead and say it. I think that the bar for Christian comedy is really, really low. Like what makes us laugh? You know what I'm saying? Like a good pun. And especially like on a Sunday morning, if a, if a preacher does a good pun, even uh-huh. if you heard it six times, he gonna he gonna get a pop. I mean, listen, so you, you've heard, you've heard my uncle Dave speak, right? Oh yeah. He's, he's funny. He is funny. He is, he is probably one of the quickest wit people. That's not the right way to say it. He uh-huh. has probably the quickest wit of just about anybody I know. He's so funny. And I have heard all of his jokes yes. multiple times. And sometimes I still laugh. When when I was a child, he came you and preached at our church. Oh, yeah. yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> he he came and preached at our church uh-huh. and uh he took his ear off and said, Look, I can play piano by ear and played piano <laughs> with his ear. I've seen him do that I don't know, a dozen times. Uh-huh. I don't think he, I mean, he doesn't do it anymore. Well, he can't, it's permanently attached now. Because surgery. He can't take it off anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, every time. It made people laugh. It's so funny. Every single time. It's so funny. But but also, we don't do that to other comedians. No, <laughs> no, we, we've got, we're. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, no, I you totally. Go, if you see a stand-up comedian and you go see him the same, like, again the next year. And they're telling the same jokes. You better have some new material. Yeah. You're like, hack something new. You told that one last year. And comedians are the only people that are like that, right? Musicians, you go and you're like, play the old ones. I want to hear that song. It's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) I will say, well, no, that doesn't matter. I was going to say, I can (laughs) It doesn't. I have a thought or an opinion on something, and it doesn't matter. It's, it's not important. No, I was just going to say, I can listen to Brian Regan's stand-up over and over again, and I still laugh at all of him. So. That might be why you laugh at anything that I say, because he had such a huge influence on me. I love Brian Regan. Take luck. Take <laughs> it. Hold it. Walkie-talkie. Pushy-sucky. I'm telling you. It, <laughs> all of it is so funny. So, uh, <laughs> have I told the story about, are you tired of walking, try running? Have I told you this one? Okay. All right. So, um, this is a story that I am not proud of. And I'm pretty sure that my dad would not want me to tell this story. So, I'm going to do it. Okay. Sorry, Seth's dad. Yeah. Johnny. Okay. <laughs> um, so, this is when we were living as missionaries in, in Russia. Okay. We're in a circle of life. We're coming back around to it. Um, and so we're in St. Petersburg and we're driving in, in, in the van that we're in St. Petersburg and we're driving down the street and we see two young men in black pants, Mm -hmm. short sleeve, white button down shirts, black tie name badge. Now, if you don't know, that's the more, that's, (laughs) that's the uniform for, for your Mormon missionaries, okay? Uh, they're on their mission. And so my dad kind of pulls up to the corner and they're across the street and he rolls down his window. And yes, I am physically doing the hand signal because it was a, it was a hand crank roll down the window. And he reaches out and he and reaches out. He, he hollers out and goes, are y'all American? 
And they said, yeah. <laughs> he said, are you tired of walking? They said, yeah. He said, then try running. And then just kept driving. <laughs> oh, my word. So ever since then, I feel like it's my mission to try to like be cool to, <laughs> to the Mormons. That's hilarious. So it it pretty much comes from. Uh... <coughs> Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I remember talking to uh, one of our pastors one time and, and um, I said, I don't know. I told God that if this happened, that I'd be obedient, but then everything kind of fell apart. And he said, uh, he said, you already put out one fleece. You're going to have more faith than Gideon or less. And I was like, Oh, (laughs) so I should go ahead and do it. Is that what you're saying? You're saying I should go ahead and obey. Oh, Oh man. Thanks. Pastor Ron. (laughs) do you have coronavirus i don't i don't i was in four different climates within 36 hours okay you say so um this week no can't say that oh no because it because it may not be this week yeah uh one uh one time not too long ago we were uh So, <laughs> dude, I'm so tired of this. It's all post nasal drip. It's so mm-hmm. annoying. This is so gross, but I feel everything hitting the back of my throat, and that's what it is. It's gross. It's not that it's dry. It's not that dry cough that they're talking about. It's literally like snot is hitting my throat and making me choke. It's fantastic. Cut to this clip being played at my funeral. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, the wild card's not here with us, but she would tell you a story about uh, being in the stockyards, not in the stockyards, sorry, <clears throat> being downtown Fort Worth uh-huh. and a man coming up to her, handing her this track mm-hmm. that looked like money, that when you opened it up, it wasn't money. Right. And he said, can you help me? I can't read. Someone gave this to me and I don't know what this is about. And she had to like read it mm-hmm. to him and he goes, oh. I wish they just give me the money and, and like her and her group of friends were like, we're going to take you to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, um, she stepped up. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to think of a way to get out of this. I'm trying to figure out a way to land the plane. Um, you know, <coughs> uh, yeah, yeah, good. I think so. Excellent. Okay, well, that was a lot of fun. That was fun. Well, I always we'll, like these episodes. Yeah, we'll... we'll uh... <laughs> All right, that was the last one.